Hello and welcome to another episode from Companies House. We have recently launched our new five-year strategy and one of our strategic goals is about how we maximise the value of the register to the UK economy. So I'm here today with Robbie McNeil, who is the service owner for Get Company Information at Companies House. And today Robbie's going to give us a bit of an insight into his work and how that runs through who we are and what we do. Hi Robbie, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. Good. Excited to record this podcast today. Oh, obviously we all look forward to, to, to being on camera so much. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. So my first question to you is, can you tell me a little bit about your role and what it means to us as an organisation? Yeah, of course. Uh, so as the service owner for Get Company Information, um, probably the easiest way to explain it is if you think about the core duties of Companies House, so created and dissolving companies by adding or removing them from the company register, um, collecting and maintaining information about those companies. And then that third strand of what we do is making that information available to the public. And it's that third duty that the Get Company Information Service exists to satisfy. Yeah. Um, was pr a pretty important job then. <laughs> it, it is, and it, you know, especially in terms of our, our move to a service-based model, you know, that that's key to our transformation as an organisation, moving from that that sort of functional silo-based approach where people are focused on just their part of the service um, yeah. to a wider service team that encompasses everybody from from policy advisors who shape what it is we're here to do. Um, through the digital teams that design and build our services and to the operational teams that make those services work for our customers, all with a, a shared sense of purpose, brilliant people building and operating brilliant systems to deliver a brilliant service to our customers. So it's really yeah. great to be a, a service owner and be right at the heart of that. Thank you. That's a, that's really good. And um, my next question is, can you tell me um, a bit about the value of the data on our register? Yeah, one of the, one of the one of the reasons why this this particular service is is so close to my heart, I think, when I first joined Companies Out, which was a long time ago, and I'm not going to tell you the year, <laughs> um, the then CEO used to meet every new recruit, and it and his explanation of the deal that underpins Companies House has, has always stuck with me throughout my career, um, and that that deal being that in exchange for the protection of limited liability information about a company is made public so that people can make informed decisions about dealing with it. Um, so I've always remembered that, so that making that information public has always been a key part of my understanding about what we're here to do. Yeah. Um, but that data it's, itself is worth nothing if it's not out there being used. And so back in the day when I first joined, it was a relatively specialist thing to deal with company information. You had search agents, they'd actually set up offices in, in Crown Way or near our other offices wow. just so they could come in and, and uh, get the microfiche and read the microfiche and print bits out and, and so on. So, you know, things have, have moved on hugely since then. And as we've made our data available online and, and more recently available for free on our CHS service, we've really opened it up for people to use. Um, and seen a huge increase, you know, orders of magnitude increase in, in terms of the people accessing the data. So I think it's over nine billion searches last year, which is okay. when you think of the size of Companies House as an organisation to be satisfying that many searches for data in a year is, is 
just phenomenal. We punch well above our weight in terms of being a relatively small part of government. Yeah, um, definitely. And in terms of that value to the, the UK economy and, and the business activity that information informs as part of that transparency deal, um, an independent report recently valued it at between one to three billion pounds annually, which wow. again is just when you think of the size of the organisation that we're making that big an impact, you know, yeah. I, I find that really exciting and you can be really proud of that as well. Yeah, definitely. It's for, I can't believe um, actually how far we've come on when you said about the companies on Crown Way and coming in. I'm interested to know what year you started in Companies House now. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was uh, 19, it was late 1980s, so 88 before I was born. <laughs> well, you had to add that one in, thank you. <laughs> before a lot of people were born and working companies house now, I think. so. Uh... Yeah, so going forward, how will we be maximising the value of our registers? So we've, we've got a number of really exciting initiatives planned. I probably haven't got time to go through them all, but I'll, get, I'll try and give you a flavour of some of them. Um, some of them are happening right now, really. So. Um, We've recently developed enhancements to our award-winning Stream and API service. So the Stream and API service, which is first of its kind in government, and that, that service allows our customers to, to sort of basically tap in to the stream of data and they can consume updates to the register in real time. So as soon as we get it, it's streamed out there and they're getting those updates as well. Um, so we already had streams for um, changes to information on filing history of a company, company profiles, so basic company details, um, insolvency information and charges information. Uh, but we've developed two additional streams um, that, that are in demand from our customers. So officer and PSC, personal significant control information. Um, they're there, ready to go. We're, we're just finishing off some of the documentation around it to tell our customers how to interface with those streams. And we hope to release those in the next few weeks. Uh, and that's not the end as far, as far as that service goes either. So over the next year, we're going to be developing bulk data snapshots for that stream and API service. So at the moment, if you tap into a stream, you, you can uh, consume any changes from that point on. You can actually go back upstream a little way for about seven days and get the changes from the last seven days. But, but obviously what a lot of customers want is, well, I want the whole data set and then be able to keep it updated. So we will be adding data snapshots onto those streams. So you can join the stream, go back upstream to the last snapshot, get that snapshot, so a full data set, and then consume the changes from that point on and keep your own records of, of the data. Oh, so that's... so that, that, that's one exciting thing we're, we're doing on that. Um, we're also looking at um, unlocking the value of the data stored in the images of filings on CHS. So at, at the moment, these are static pictures. So when you go onto CHS and, and you see a PDF, next to the transaction say oh i'll have a look at the actual file in um gri that's fine we see it it comes up because we're, we're used to looking at pictures we don't even necessarily think of it because it looks like text but it is actually a static picture so in, in computer terms it's dots dots on a white background yeah, yeah. um so people who rely on screen readers so blind people who rely on screen readers to read information it's useless to them so the screen reader will say oh yeah i've got this transaction on the file in history Oh, there's there's an associated um, PDF. Would you like to read it? Yes, please. Yeah. That becomes says yeah. It contains a picture called image. And oh. That's all they get. Yeah. Um, so it's about making it more accessible. Make it make them fully accessible. It's also even for even for um, people who want to do 
um, analysis of the data on there as well. So at the moment, say it's a picture, it's, it's dots, if you like, it's what we call a raster image. Yeah. Um, but by making it fully accessible data within a, a PDF, um, you can search for particular bits of text in the field, you can process the data automatically, you can analyze the data and so on. So it really unlocks the potential of that information. So uh, we have a project currently ongoing, the Accessible Filing Data Project, appropriately named. Um, that's already, um, we've got uh, fully accessible versions of appointments and we're just finishing off incorporations. Uh, when we're happy with those, we'll release both those. Um, we'll probably have a pause then, and then we look at future project phases to tackle the other um, the other types of filings we have and make those accessible as well. Um, so that that's that's really exciting. Yeah, that's uh, so exciting. We're adding more data all the time. So mm. we we recently added 1.9 million dissolved company records onto CHS. Uh, so now you've got a complete record all the way back to uh, January 2010. And we're currently working on a dissolved company search to help our users identify older dissolved companies, so pre-January 2010. And then we'll be taking some of the plans we've got for that search functionality. We can then take some of that functionality and use that to improve our alphabetic search service. Uh, and we also have plans, and this is the bit that, that really excites me, because this is something I've been wanting to do on CHS since we first put it in. It was like part of my original, oh yeah, it wouldn't be great if we can yeah. do this and that, that's to build an enhanced search and reporting service so that'll allow much more flexible search criteria at the moment our searches are designed to allow people to identify a particular company um, and you're limited in what you can search on you basically search on the name and there's a few other things you can you can sort of tweak to try and get it but it's basically name search and number search um, what we'll be having with the enhanced search and reporting service is that you can, yes, you can search on name, you can include and exclude parts of the name, so it's more flexible name searching. You can search on date ranges incorporated between these dates or dissolved between these dates. Yeah. Location information, like, you know, I'm interested in all the companies incorporated in 2015 um, in the Birmingham area or with this SIC code so that they deal with, you know, education or industrial machinery or whatever. Um, and you get sets of results that can then be exported. So that, to me, this really opens up being able to get at not just a particular company you may be searching for if you if you don't know for definite what its, its proper name is, um, but also getting sets of companies that match criteria that you've put in. So I'm I'm really excited by that. We've got a working prototype, and I love showing it off to people because it, it it's yeah. <laughs> I just think that's what search should be. You know, yeah, being yeah. able to put in your own criteria. And say well, I want ones that match these criteria, and it gives you. The answers yeah so. definitely it's more of an in-depth it's just not what we've got at the moment and would what would be great to have and it is you know maximizing the value of our data like like we say <laughs> and a couple uh, the, the other things might be worth mentioning so uh, certain copies so we're looking that that's a manual product at the moment you know we physically print out certificates and certified copies and we sign them and we send them off in the post um, so we want to digitize that service uh, and we're liaising with the foreign commonwealth and development office because they currently they they apostille which was a new term to me when i <laughs> started looking at this uh, they basically ratify yes this is definitely this this fine this is definitely a genuine uh, copy or genuine certificate uh, they apostille our certs and, and copies they're currently working on digitizing their apostilling service 
So it's a really good time for us to be looking at digitising the, the Citizen Copy Service at the same time and work with them on that. And, and we're always looking at ways to more effectively share our data and, and, and work more closely with other government departments. So so that's great. I'll say that that's, that's the flavour. There are other things we're, we're looking at as well, but it, you know, it's all really exciting. The, you know, we punch so above our weight and there's even more we can do with the service, which is great. Yeah, it's so exciting. And, and it's actually, obviously, it's interesting for all the people who are going to be listening, but it's interesting for me because it's almost like I don't even, I don't know all the stuff that's going on and all the cogs that are turning that people don't see. Um, so I'm. it's really interesting to hear all that. Thank you. Um, so my next question and my last question is, what have you learned about yourself this year? Or I should probably say last year. Well, let's say in the past year, in, past year. <laughs> in a personal or professional capacity or both. I, I think I think probably the most, the, the painful lessons have been, you know, I can't do it all. There's been there's been so much to do and so many things I want to do. It's been hard not to get overwhelmed and then frustrated when you, you can't take things forward as quickly as you'd like. Yeah. Um, but I've got a great team around me and, and you know, I'm learning to try and let them run with things and not be such a control freak. So we can get stuff done, you know, trying to trying to empower the team. You know, they know what our vision is. So empower them to, to run with it as well. So things aren't held up waiting for me to to look at and or read when I'm busy doing other things as well. So so that's one letting go. <laughs> and then much as I, I love my team and trust my team, I'm just so interested in the stuff that I find it really hard to let it go. So so that's that's been I, I, I can't say I've learned that. I've learned the necessity of that and I'm trying to learn to do it. Um, I think what a lovely position to be in, though. Like you love your job, you want to be involved and you've also got a team that you trust and are doing a great job as well. Yeah. Oh, no, it, it is. It's great. You know, I'm, re I'm really I'm really enjoying the work. So I'm loving loving being a service owner, really enjoying it um, with that frustration of there's so much we want to do and you sort of want to do it straight away. and You can't can't yeah. do it all can I, I ask think, how long you've been in the role that you're you're in now uh, so just over a year okay cool so and, and I guess uh so you're asking about personal capacity as well so uh so uh, what I have learned since working from home actually over over the, the last almost year is I don't have the willpower to train when when I'm going to fully equip gym on site <laughs> yeah, I used to have to walk past the gym on the way home, so it was like hard not to go. I'm walking past it. I really should go in and do something. I haven't had the the mental willpower to to, to exercise since lockdown um, until recently. So I have finally found an exercise I actually enjoy because I hated training as well. So yeah. so that, that didn't I hate help. Exercising, um, but I found um, skipping or jump rope, as our American oh, colleagues yeah. would call us. Uh, it mainly attracts me because a you can do it indoors, which is great, especially with the weather we're having, and b ten minutes is equivalent to a five k run, which is what I used to do in the in the gym. So now I can get my training done in ten minutes, which is and get on with stuff I actually enjoy and find more interesting. So, so if you're looking for something to do between meetings, you know I got my skipping ropes just for there. So you know you grab a skipping rope and. Do you know what? I think I'm going to come off here, go on Amazon and order one because I have actually been thinking about it. But now I've heard you say that, I am uh, think I'll be sold. I'm a rubbish skipper, man, because I did start not being able to skip at all. So uncoordinated. 
and and I still get myself into a tangle. But but you you, you can you can get yourself puffed out re- very quickly, and and you know that's the main thing is it raise the heartbeat. So uh, so yeah, yes, no, I exactly. do I do recommend it, but I don't recommend watching me do it. <laughs> Sorry if you can hear my dog barking there. She's being naughty at the postman. Um, thank you so much, Robbie. You've given great answers. I've learned a lot. Um, such a great, so good to have an insight into, you know, areas and things that I would just wouldn't know about um, without having conversations like this. So thank you so much. And thank you to everybody who's listened. If you haven't already, then please have a look back on our podcast channel, where I discuss some of our other goals with other team members. And also keep an eye out for next month's podcast discussing our next goal. And thank you, Robbie, you've been such a great guest. Take care. Anytime. Take care, Megan. Cheers. Bye.